Welcome to The Power of Stories, a podcast by women, about women, and for women. Their voices and their stories. I am Sharon Catherine D'Agostino, a passionate advocate for the empowerment of women and girls everywhere and the founder of SayItForward.org. And I'm Yodit Kifle-Smith, a creative dedicated to making sure the voices and stories of women are heard. I have the privilege of working with Sharon on SayItForward.org to do just that. In this podcast, you will meet courageous women from around the world whose unique path to empowerment will leave you encouraged and inspired. We are excited to welcome Lindsay Turnbull joining us from Maryland. Lindsay is founder of Misheard Media, and she is passionate about justice and equity. Lindsay, welcome. We're so excited to have you. Thank you for being here. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here and to be on the podcast. So thank you again for having me. We're thrilled, Lindsay. And I am so interested in hearing you describe what Misheard Media is and how you came up with that great name. When I first had this idea to start this business working with tween and teen girls professionally, I sat down with some of the college-aged women that I had worked with as a amateur, I guess, and we kind of bounced ideas around. And the first name we came up with was Ricochet, which turned out to be a gun magazine. Huge blow. Loved that name. But... (laughs) We came up with the idea of like doing a play on words. And so like misheard was born um, as kind of a one, like teenage girls are so often misheard and we made it into like a positive, like she's misheard and she's being heard. So when I first started this business, it was a digital magazine with stories from girls all over the world. But as it's grown and evolved, there's still like a blog component where girls share their stories from all over the world. Uh, I teach workshops on girls empowerment topics, everything from like coping, life skills, media literacy. And most recently, I launched the Girls How To Workbook series, the Girls How To Guides. And I just published the first one of those um, last year. So what experiences in your own life inspired you to focus on helping tween and teen girls? I have always been like a believer in in women's rights and and justice and equity, but I also very much had like a, I'm not like other girls chip on my shoulder as a teenager. And it wasn't really until college when I like randomly joined this young women's mentoring program that I unpacked all of that, like, I'm not like other girls, like girl hate suitcase and put all that stuff away. And I really like embraced how awesome teenage girls are and how amazing and powerful friendships and support from other women truly is. And that experience with the Young Women Leaders Program was really the catalyst for me to want to work with young women. I guess additionally, I would say like, of course, in my life, there are many times when I could have benefited from a positive, supportive adult that was not my mother, who I love dearly, but as a teenager. You don't want to hear like necessarily all this like great life advice from your mother. So it's, I always like, I joke with parents that like, just get someone else to tell your kid, like the thing you want to tell them. But I really could have benefited from that kind of person at many junctures in my 
in my teenage years. Tell us what it felt like to grow up without like mentors or a supportive community that helped push you along on whatever journey that you were on. I don't want to say I made like awful, you know, like life ruining choices or anything. Choices to maybe go out with a boy a little bit longer than I probably should have, because maybe he was doing all of these things that were really unhealthy that I couldn't see. Mm -hmm. Um, or just like not really understanding how to get from like point A to like where I wanted to be, like to really understand, like, what are the different steps that go into making these decisions? Sometimes you need someone to tell you like, actually, this is really, really hard. And it's great if you want to do this and achieve for this. And also what other things are you interested in? Because this path is very closed off. Thinking back about how many choices I made, how many people I allowed to like stay in my sphere, how much just like kind of BS I tolerated from other people under the guise of just wanting people to like me. And I still struggle with that people pleasing part. And it would have been really helpful, especially in those like formative teen years to be able to talk to someone and then ask me like, well, why is this so important to you? And just kind of push me out of that very teenage, I am the center of the universe and all things revolve around me, like just some outside perspective. How do you advise teen girls to just recognize that they are who they are and they're amazing? One of the things that really helped me was realizing that I had made it up. Like in my mind, it was like, well, there's only room for so many women to do what? Like, I I don't even know, like to do what, like someone else's achievements doesn't take away from the things that I have done. And someone else being friends with my friends doesn't mean that we can't all be friends. And so when I really started to realize that I liked myself, I didn't need to put other women down or be like, oh, well, I'm not like her in order to feel better about myself. Like that was one of the things that led to me being like, oh, I really need to like put this bag down. I don't need to carry this anymore because it's just not true. But it was really like, yeah, like just embracing what made me unique and realizing that my friendships and my accomplishments and my achievements, they didn't really have anything to do with other people. Can you talk to us a little bit about like what allowed you to come to that realization uh, that you could like yourself? Yeah, it's kind of funny. I came about it like through the heavy metal world and it's like generally a very male dominated space. There were so few women and young women involved. Only one person could be everybody's favorite or whatever, everybody's friend. And so that person had to be me. And if anybody else threatened that, then I didn't like them. And I was out with my boyfriend at the time in college and our friend and his new girlfriend. And I'm just going to give her a chance. Maybe she's really cool. And it would really suck if I decided I didn't like her. And then I like didn't have this friend. And so I went to that dinner and I was like, I, the whole ride, I was like, maybe she's really nice. Maybe I'm really going to like her. And then it was amazing. Like she was great. And that dinner was like a real changing point when I was like, oh, I should be giving other girls and women a chance. Like a light bulb went off. And after that, I was like, what if I sought out other women that are like in a similar field? 
and that liked things that I like or like were better than me at things. Like how would my life change? And that's kind of been like my personal mission ever since. Like I joke that all of my female friends are more badass than I. I was like, that's the rule. You have to be more badass than me. Those are the kinds of women I want to surround myself with. So I'm happy to say that I have a lot of amazing female friends that do really cool things in similar and like very different life arenas. I think it's interesting, you know, you working with tweens and teenagers of how to take what is said about them that may sound negative and help them understand that it can be used positively, right? And for for good. So when you're working with with the age group that you're working with, um, how do you help them see that? We as adults need to just accept that like the lives that teenagers live today look completely different than the lives that we live now. Like we just need to accept that as adults and stop trying to tell them like, oh, well, when I was your age, like I did X, Y, and Z. And it's like, we still had this pressure from the media to look and act and be a certain way. But you might only compare yourself to like the people you see at school and a few people in the media. And now you can compare yourself to every single person on the planet that has a phone, that has filters, that has Photoshop, that has like, it's such a different kind of pressure because like on some level you understand that like, oh, Beyonce is a celebrity and she like looks a certain way, but like, so does a random girl you follow on Instagram with 5,000 followers. And I think that's a little harder to kind of like mentally work through, if that makes sense. But one of the things I try to tell girls is that like their unique aspects, all of this, like whatever is unique about them, whether they're like, too sensitive or like too tough or too ambitious or too whatever. Like all of those things can be transformed into a positive. Oh, we tell girls they're bossy. We tell boys that they have leadership skills. It's kind of like that. It's like, you're not too sensitive. You care a lot about other people. And that's a good thing. You're not too tough. Like you are protecting yourself because you have had these experiences that make you feel like you have to protect yourself. And I bet you can protect others the same way that you protect yourself. And that's really powerful. Like sometimes we need someone to stand between us and this like bad thing. We need someone that's really tough. We need someone that is really good at telling other people, like being able to delegate, like we need those people. And so like, no matter who you are, no matter in what ways the world tells you that you're too much. Like there's space for you to do something really amazing and powerful in your community, in your house, in your school. And that's a good thing. And we should embrace it. What do you do to remind yourself of how amazing you are? I have a pretty severe competitive streak. Um, And in some cases, it's really a positive thing and I can push myself. And sometimes it is to my detriment. So I work out, I do these boot camps, they're intense. I go all the time. It is my one hour of mental solitude per day, my mental quiet. And I've really used that experience actually, because not everyone can be the fastest person in class. And instead of being like, oh, I have to be the fastest, like I need that recognition to just be like, okay, well today Lisa is fast. Yay for Lisa. (laughs) And it sounds really silly, but like, it's true. And so when I see people succeed, 
I have to remind myself that it doesn't take away from what I do, but like just to be happy for them. So her success has nothing to do with me and I do different things. So it's kind of about like embracing myself and not comparing myself to other people. And part of that for me has been being happy for other people. I read a quote that you said, who I am matters and what I have to say matters. And so in light of that, how can we all encourage other women and girls to confidently use their voice and claim their power so that they know that their voice matters? Honestly, just like listen to the other people in your life, younger women, teenagers, like so often they're kind of dismissed. So to say like, no, actually, that is a really good idea. I do care. That is valid. Like, tell me more about this experience you're having is really powerful just to have someone, an adult that they trust that has been there to validate that experience. And then when we have the opportunity to pass the microphone or to amplify someone else's voices, it's like a real, like that gift where as we're climbing, like we are making room, we are bringing these girls voices with us which I know you do on your podcast is by like making room for those voices and stories. And I think that's, that's really important. And it is our duty that as we, as women climb to bring people with us, it's like, Oh, it's lonely at the top. Like, well, yeah, but why, (laughs) like, why does it have to be lonely? Why can't we have a party at the top and invite other people to come and join us? We can have fun up there. So (laughs) (laughs) like, To use our platforms to give other people either to give them the mic and the opportunity to speak or to bring like some of their viewpoints with us. Like if we have a seat at the table, we can say like, well, I work with these girls and they're expressing these concerns. And what are you going to do to express, to address their concerns Mm -hmm. rather than just say like, well, I think this, like, I think that, okay, but I'm not in school. Like, these are not my, like what about the people that are there that are living this? Like, how can we elevate their voices and amplify their voices and their concerns? That's powerful. Thank you so much, Lindsay, for sharing your story. And I think it's just awesome to hear your own journey and transformation, which has led you to work with a specific age group that in this day is really needed, right? So we can become strong, powerful women. So thank you, for being with us today. Thank you for sharing parts of your story. Um, And as always to our listeners, thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of the Power of Stories podcast. Thank you again for having me. And thank you to all of the teenage girls that I follow on social media that are so unbelievably cool. (laughs) Lindsay, thank you so much for being with us and for many inspiring suggestions. I especially love the reminder about giving each other a chance and being really happy for every woman's success and every girl's success. Um, That I think is, it's just wonderful, wonderful advice. So thank you. Thank you for being here. Yodit, thank you so much for doing the Power of Stories podcast with me. And we also send out a huge thanks to Lisa DeJavine, who is the co-producer and editor of the Power of Stories podcast. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Yodit. And especially today, thank you, Lindsay. And to our listeners, we invite you to visit sayitforward.org 
a place where you are welcome to share one or more stories about your unique path to empowerment. Or you can read the stories of other women and girls. This is Sharon Catherine D'Agostino and Yodit Kifle-Smith signing off for now and hoping you'll join us for our next episode of the Power of Stories podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, we do hope you'll give us a review and recommend the Power of Stories to a friend. And lastly, we want to remind you of the power of your story.